Solar Postal Services Episode 3, 99 Steps to a 100% on the Advanced Solar History Exam. Damn, you shouldn't open other people's packages. It's a solar crime. But sir... Don't call me sir. I unreasonably demand to be on a first-name basis with my crew, but I only use my last name for comms calls, making it impossible for my crew to know my first name without asking. But Captain First Name, I'm really doing all of us a public safety favor by checking the boxes for dangerous items. Wow. When you put it like that, it makes total sense. You are so brave and sexy, mixed Darnell. Aw, oh, geez. Thanks, Captain. And besides, since we're in space, we're basically in international waters, so it's not a felony to open somebody else's mail. Let me add smart to the list as well. You deserve a promotion. Wow, I don't know about that. I think living mechanic is kind of good for me right now. But I wouldn't say no to more praise. <clears throat> anyway, just about to do my civic duty to go through other people's mail. What are you doing? Hey, stop doing that. What you up to? That depends on how long you've been standing there. About five minutes. <laughs> you seriously don't know the captain's first name? Ugh, it's not my fault. He only ever refers to himself as Hubble when signing off. <laughs> you don't know Hubble's first name. Yeah, that's what I said. <laughs> don't suppose you want to help a crewmate out and just... Tell me? Oh, absolutely not. Ugh, you're the worst, you know that? You sound like my mom. Seriously, what are you doing? Acting in the best interests of the Solar Postal Services by diligently and bravely searching for dangerous items. And you're sure you're not going through the mail because you're bored again? No, that doesn't sound like me. Right. Right find anything good? Ugh, not really. I think most of this stuff is a shipment from the Solar Education Board. Textbooks and stuff. Hmm. Let me take a look. Uh, what you doing? Acting in the best interests of the Solar Postal Services by diligently and bravely searching for Oh, dangerous. of course. How silly of me. This one kind of looks like an animal got into it. That's weird. I hope we don't have a stowaway animal or something. Actually, no, I take that back. I totally hope we do. Could you imagine? We could make it a little uniform. And give him an SPS badge with his little name on it. That would be adorable. Oh, 
Did you ever take the advanced solar history course? Probably. Probably? How do you forget what classes you took? Aren't you like 19? That would have basically been last year for you. First of all, I took ASH when I was 13, so jot that down. Nerd. And I'm 29. You're joking. You thought I was 19? Shut up. You thought I was a literal child working on a spaceship full time for the space government. It's the height. It's deceiving. I'm taller than you. We both know that's not true. Yeah, yeah, whatever. I take it you also did ASH? Yep, but I followed the course when I was 18, like a normal child. Want to take practice quizzes in the back of this book? You're asking if I want to take a test for fun? Mm-hmm. You're so on. Gimme. <clears throat> 99 steps to 100% on the advanced solar history exam. Hmm. I think I got a different prep book back in my day. Yeah, same. I had... Hmm. If you don't do well on this test, your life is, is worth, worth nothing, nothing and, and you should, should feel, feel bad. bad. <laughs> Mine was a hand-me-down from my brother. It was so expensive. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so your topic options are the era before light, human rights atrocities in space, important inventions of the science renaissance, and united solar nations law and policy. I'll take important inventions for 300. Copy that. Hmm. Which invention allowed humans to populate Mercury and Pluto? A. Oxygenation terraformation. B. Near light speed travel. C. Temperature regulation systems. Or D. Fracking. Hmm. It's gotta be A, right? Oxygenation terraformation? Er, nope. What? They couldn't have had civilization there without the oxygenation process. While A, oxygenation terraformation is correct, it is not the most correct answer. Oxygenation terraformation allowed the population of orbitals, but the temperature regulation system specifically allowed the colonization of temperature extremist orbitals Mercury and Pluto. <sighs> Ugh. God, I forgot how awful these tests were. You're just saying that because you got it wrong. I got it right! Not the most right. You can kiss my most right ass. Here. They're all kind of right, though. Except fracking, I think. I would say yes, fracking. You can't populate a planet without a bunch of people fracking each other. Weird that they put it in the textbook, though. Oh my god. What? What do you think fracking is? What do I think fracking I don't think I should have to explain this one to you. Indulge me. Well, when people have certain urges... <laughs> you asked. Fracking is an old earth method of finding fuel jam, not whatever that was. You're messing with me. <sighs> yeah, I am. I'm messing with you. Asshole. Pick a category. Hit me with those human rights atrocities, baby. <clears throat> what was the name of the Jupiter- Io. 
I didn't even finish the question. Yeah, but it's Io, isn't it? What was the name of the Jupiter moon that, due to a combination of dangerous extraction practices, capitalist greed, and unregulated gravity mining, fell into the gas giant in 2350, destroying the moon and killing 15 million people? Yeah, it was Io. That was an easy one. Show off. Bite me. Which disaster most directly caused the socioeconomic makeup of the first non-Earthen state settlements and how? Well, what are my options? Oh, this one's free response. Gross. I have absolutely no idea. Really? It's so interesting. What was it? Mostly started out with these individual capitalists who wanted to show off their wealth to one another by doing things in space. And the planet couldn't quite afford to do this because they were having some pretty significant issues at the time. But they did it anyways. But then, there was this one mission. Well, calling it a mission would give it too much credit. There was a space gala that was supposed to happen on Luna. And lots of very wealthy people went to that party. But the thing about early space travel is that it requires a lot of human labor. Running the ships and doing comms work and all that because it wasn't nearly as automated as it is now. But all of the people attending thought they were above that kind of work, because they were so rich and nobody had ever made them work that hard before. So nobody was really doing these important tasks, and by the time somebody noticed, it was already too late. And the life system sort of... imploded. And all of a sudden, space wasn't this exciting place for the richest of the rich to show off their new toys. It was dangerous, like a coal mine, somewhere that they should send their minions to while they stay on Earth and buy islands and stuff. So the people hired to build the first space settlements were quote-unquote expendable. They were educated, yeah, but they had a lot of debt. And then, when you have an entire civilization of people coming from poverty who are expected to make things nice for some absentee billionaire asshole, they don't like it when the asshole shows up. So, long story short, that's why most of the elite wealthy remain on Earth, and why a lot of the early space settlements, Mars, Luna, Venus, have more egalitarian governments. But what about Io? Io is more complicated. Wow, you sure know a lot about Earth history. No, <laughs> no, no, definitely not. <clears throat> right. Where did you say you were from again? Uh, Europa. Shit, I think I hear the captain coming. Help me tape up these boxes. Are you sure? I didn't hear anything. Yeah, yeah, I have really good hearing. Just put this back. I'm gonna go somewhere else. Good call. Less suspicious. I'll see you around. Ditto. Well? Yeah? Use the back exit so he doesn't see you. Right. Thanks.
text from Hubble. Hello, Jam. Thank you for helping me update the autopilot. I hate to ask this of you, but as you know, I cannot use the autopilot while it is updating, and I am rather thirsty. Could you please bring me some tea? Anything except quill stash is fine. <laughs> I have trouble trusting it after the last time she made me tea. Thank you. Hubble out. Of course, sir. If you call me sir, I will be upset. How did he... Of course. On my way now. Before I go, ha! The Idiot's Guide to Europa's Culture and History. Perfect. Thank you for listening to Solar Postal Services. This episode, 99 Steps to a 100% on the Advanced Solar History Exam, was written and produced by Emily Grake and directed by Lizzie McNamara. The voice of Quill Shoka was Selma, and the voice of Jam Darnell was Emily Grake. And hey, silly billionaires, space is for the working class.